Easy World, what we can do, we never stop learning. Welcome everyone to another segment of Rita's World. It's an eclectic show where we talk about everything. And today I have two lovely ladies. I wallpapered for Kelly up off, mm-hmm. up off mm-hmm. and her friend Ingrid mm-hmm. Haas. Haas. She's the one that contacted me. Mm-hmm. Did you find me on Google? I found you on Yelp. I Yelp. was designing for Kelly. Yes. Um, that's something that I was interested in dabbling in, and I thought that her place would look really nice with some wallpaper. Oh. And I Googled. I didn't even know where to look uh, or, or how to find a wallpaper person. Right. And then I found Rita Green, the wallpaper queen, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> with the most amazing Yelp reviews. Oh, my. All Every one review after the next couldn't stop singing your praises, and now I know oh. why. Oh. Personable, hardworking. Thank you. Does such a great job we were so happy and then we all became friends yes mm-hmm. yes what well, i had a god and goddess gathering i call it god and goddess because i like people to be godlike and goddess-like mm-hmm. so you came to the god and goddess gathering in the backyard mm-hmm. that was kind of you and uh i just like people to communicate and and inspire each other to go forward you know mm-hmm. it takes people like Lots of people say it takes a village. Well, it does. It takes neighbors and everyone to to communicate and, and bring the best out of each other. And, I mean, you're a great person to do that. When we showed up here today, uh, your neighbor was helping you prune uh, your yard. And yes. then another neighbor with a dog said, Hi, Rita, you're obviously beloved in your neighborhood. Oh, isn't that nice? So because nice. I put these little signs out, you know, believe mm-hmm. in yourself and one step at a time or keep it simple or you know all these different signs and people call it inspiration alley <laughs> wow yeah but okay let's talk about how oh, we us women in the 50s i was with a horse height show we travel around the united states a horse height show uh-huh what's that it was a band <laughs> what's that okay horse height was a band leader in the oh. 20s and 30s and 40s and we traveled around the united states one night stands auditioning local talent mm. but when we got to the south one night stands have a very different connotation now. oh does it <laughs> oh, 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 oh i thought you funny. knew that is funny. I love that. I love that, Ingrid. <laughs> but we went to one town and then another town the next night, and that's what I meant. But that makes sense. That's probably where it came from. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> but when we went to the South, wow. I mean, they treated the black people terrible in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Then in 55, the South allowed black people to vote. Mm -hmm. Women came after that. Then the women decided, hey, they're they're treating the black people better. Let's, the women are going to be treated better. And we have been getting better. I mean, I couldn't get a credit card. And we were Why wouldn't they give you a credit card? Because I was a woman Mm -hmm. and women were second class citizens yet. You know, they didn't say that, but I've always even Glenn, my producer over here, he'll say, oh, you shouldn't say that. I'll say, well, I'm just a woman. He said, don't say that. Mm-hmm. But it's in my DNA. I was brought up thinking 
oh, I can't do that. I'm just a woman, see. Are there certain dreams you had that you didn't fulfill or go after because you thought you were a woman and you couldn't do that? No, not anymore mm. because all my dreams have come true. Mm. I wanted to be a dancer all my life and this show came to town. I auditioned. I was on the local show that night. 3,000 people in the auditorium. Wow. And Mr. Height said, will the parents of Rita Green come backstage? We have an opening for a girl dancer. Now, I I was so thrilled. I'm 14 and a half. The priest and the minister and the principal came to the gold medal dairy. My mother and father owned this creamery. The next day after the show, they said, we think you should let Rita go with this this show because she is a good girl. She knows right from wrong. And all she wants to be is a dancer. And mm. that's, so my dream came true there. Mm. So now my dream is coming through because all my life I said, I want to do a TV show. I want to inspire people to believe in themselves. If I can make it in life, anybody can make it because I'm not college educated. I'm street smart. I mean, I know about life. I've been mm. a janitor, a wallpaper hanger, a painter. A dancer. A dancer, mm. a movie actress. Yes. I've done movies and everything. I get family. So I said, I can do a TV show. I want to bring the best out of people. So here we are. So Kelly, mm -hmm. tell me, are your dreams coming true? Or tell me about mm. what you... That's a good question. Yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to be Hillary Clinton. Wow. Okay. But at the time she was the first lady because even though it was the early 90s. Yes. I never wanted to be an actress or a singer or anything. I did, I knew even at that age that was not going to happen, but um my mother did, but uh I knew I wanted to do something of significance. I wanted to be some person, persona, whatever. Yes. And Hillary Clinton was really the only person I ever as first lady remembered, but she was a very different first lady. You know, oh, she yes. did legislation and she was, you know, totally Forward. derided for it and, yes. and criticized. And I think that's part of why she has a bad image today because people resent that she tried to do more with being a first lady. So my dreams were like to be secretary of state or yeah. like politician, yes. but then I got into business, but I think my dreams are coming true in the sense that I'm getting to live a bigger life than what I thought I would live and I get to, I feel respected. And so in some ways my dreams are coming true. Of course. In some ways not, Rita. Well, <laughs> you're still young, honey. You've yeah. got time. Yeah, yeah we have time. chicken. Yeah, we chicken. Yes, you are. And Ingrid, what about you? Are your dreams coming true? Mm -hmm. Good. Yes, many times over. Okay. I grew up in Toronto, Canada. Oh. And I had to make the big trek down south, southwest. Um, so I, I wanted to be an actress my whole life and I went to theater school and studied classical theater and then got a visa to, I got a visa, but not the credit card, a visa to come and work legally in the States, which was a very big deal and hard to get. Was it? Yeah. Lots of paperwork and money. And so what years are the, are in the... I, I moved here 10 years ago. Oh my. So I got my first visa then and now I'm on a green card, but, um, yeah, I've worked professionally for 10 years as an actor. I haven't had to have another job. Um, and, and I've transitioned to writing and been a writer on TV shows. <coughs> Bless you. <Yeah. coughs> 
You can edit that. Goddess, bless you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> goddess, bless you. Yes. Um, and so my dreams are coming true. I always appreciated, you know, on July 4th that I live in a country that I've been able to make a living fulfilling my dreams. And my dreams have changed and I've had the courage to change my dreams. Perfect. I mean, that takes courage, doesn't it? Yeah, to be able to not be stuck in one, <coughs> bless you, not to be stuck on one path and to recognize that I'm changing and so the direction of my dreams can also change and what I want might change and what success looks like can also change because, yeah. you know, some people value family or a relationship as a successful life or children or a job or a house or travel or volunteer. So it's, You're it's so right. So many different things can be the definition of success and it's up to you to define what that means. Isn't that the truth folks? <laughs> I mean, keep it simple. That is the most beautiful answer because it is up to each individual mm -hmm. to follow their dream mm -hmm. and never give up. You mm -hmm. don't have to be pushy about it. It'll come to you if you're a good person. Just keep believing in yourself mm -hmm. and it'll happen, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, thought, I think also being realistic and, oh, yes. and understanding what you what is really possible. Because I do think there's a lot of heartbreak in this town. Did oh, you yes. see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I haven't seen that. That um, that was the Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. And and did you see it? I saw it. Yeah, I loved it. Tell me, me about it. I I think I loved it. I, I loved it. it. I loved it. I thought it was just realistic too. I mean, Quentin Tarantino is a filmmaker. I love, of but also just the realistic, you know, um, portrayal of Hollywood and how there's so much sadness. Sadness. Yes. And so um, I think about being in this business or living in this town is about learning how to combat that. And sometimes that means changing the direction of your dreams. So True. I think there's, you know, different ways of never giving up, but maybe never giving up on yourself more than that specific thing you had in mind when you were 10 years old. Right. Because for me, a fulfilling life is more exciting than attaining that one thing that I wanted 20 years ago. True. Exactly. Right. Like winning an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So yes. I think it's about, yeah, real being realistic with yourself for yes. me. And then one thing I would add that I've learned, yes. and it's not natural to me, is being patient. Because I think that I come not from the entertainment world, more from the tech world where people rise up very quickly. Like, you know, they're younger because, you know, technology is moving so fast. You think about yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. That's the image everyone has that they want to attain. And so I think for me, it's also the patience that success could come in an incremental way and that like life is long and be patient and wait for, you know, work hard and it will happen eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen overnight. Like no. overnight success is a very rare thing. Very rare. But and most I, people are kind of focused on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I read something the other day about overnight success. Or it was a tweet from somebody saying, don't ever ask somebody how they got that. Like, how did you get on that show or become that movie? Because be, nobody just gets something. Even actors that you think come out of nowhere or a director is seemingly unknown and then suddenly winning all the awards. Yes. They were doing unpaid work for years. They were volunteering. They were making terrible things before they made that one great thing. So nobody, nobody comes out of nowhere in your job and, and mine. It's 
years of hard work that goes unnoticed yes. or, um, and keeping your head down and continuing to just practice whatever you want to do. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And then you said something that I think is helpful too, which is being a good person. I think people who are striving so intensely forget that Most at the end, people. like at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, it will was, catch up with you if you're absolutely like a karma. It, eventually it will catch it, up. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And maybe when you're, 80 or whatever yeah. or Harvey Weinstein well, nobody, nobody helps you when you're yeah or, or yeah yeah when you need help and yeah yeah that's true but everybody knows what's right and they know what's wrong and when they go home at night I'm sure they must say well I shouldn't have done that or I should have been a little nicer to that person maybe I don't know do you think I'm wrong I think most that? people do I think there's a still a big minority who don't like I don't know if the, what the vibe of the podcast or your thing is, but like Donald Trump, for example, I don't think yeah. he, I mean, there's people have just like mental, no, their I mental am. state makes them incapable of, well, that's true. Of seeing the wrong that they did. Like Harvey Weinstein is like sociopaths, but I think most people, I agree. Yeah. Most, most people, people, most yeah. people like 95%. And yeah. I think just the ones that get blinded by their own success or believe their own hype. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think those people can, turn around as well and make good. amends and good point right their wrongs i think people can always oh, right their wrongs i like that ingrid i like that <laughs> that's what i'm saying yes what I'm saying. Same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing you said the same thing yeah. kelly yeah that's great i think most people are good oh and i think do. they just get i think they people get a bit sidetracked by whatever it is mm. right but i think i think yeah when you're alone with yourself, you can recognize things and find your way back. Good, good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So you mentioned you were a movie actress. Can you tell us a little bit about what that was like as a woman? Was it? Yeah. Like, like food? Were they, you know, really strict about diet and all yeah. that stuff? Did they inter yeah, did they interfere with your personal? Not really, because, you know, I was lucky. My husband, Doodles Weaver, who was an actor, comedian, he was always, he would take me to work. See, he's 20, 24 years older than me. So he was like my guardian, you know. So he would take me to work and everybody knew him on set. So everybody treated me very nice because they knew I had a nice backup there. You know, they're not going to mm. flirt with me or try to date me or anything because I'm a married woman. So he would be your chaperone? Yes, Okay. It's like my chaperone. No. But that's a thing that's yeah. happened, I think, in the last five years yeah, it's about been consent like, and all yeah. that. It's like, I don't think as women, we even knew we had a right to be mad Yeah. <laughs> for so long. It just was so part of the atmosphere of just working and having men be dominant and say things and do things that made us feel bad. But we didn't even have the conscious awareness that... You can't treat somebody like that. Or if we did, we just felt it and didn't. We were like so thankful to be in the room. We would never push, rock the boat. Right. right. Like we were just so happy to be like in the, you know. And now I do. I do feel like with me too. Like the last couple of years feel dramatically different in a in a good way. Yeah, I mean, we still right. have like ways to go. I mean, again, Donald Trump's the president, but I think that's pushed us towards this. Yeah. Because he's the president I agree. and because That's of what good, he's done, yeah. it's forced everyone to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what we stand mm -hmm. for. And these are our beliefs. And this is what is right and wrong. 
Um, yeah, and I've been on set recently um, where the AD, the assistant director, would say, okay, we're about to start. Here are some safety precautions. You know, if you fall and hurt yourself, we have a doctor on set. We do not accept or tolerate sexual harassment of any sort. If somebody Great. talks to you in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, if someone touches you in a way that wow. makes you feel uncomfortable, I am a safe person. You can talk to me. You can talk to this person. And I remember the first time that happened, and I was like, oh, my God. I felt, I felt seen. I felt heard. Mm. I felt safe. Good. And so when I directed something, I made sure that that was standard as well because for so long, somebody could say, hey, nice ass. Exactly. And you'd just walk away and be like, that or was ch- weird. Or come along and b- pat you on the right. butt. You know and what you I mean? Do, you okay. didn't know that you could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you oh didn't know gosh. there was a safe space. No. I don't like that. Now, with your work, do you manage a lot of people? Do you have people that work under you that you have to delegate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my team is. She's a boss. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's about 65 people, which my, you know is a decent sized team and there's people that I work with their teams are 500 people but yeah I have people I have a a group of leaders who report to me and then they have their teams and I try to interact with everybody good but I'm a little bit introverted even though I don't come across that way so So it's sometimes hard for me like the level of interacting that so you required. have to be brave and talk to yourself when you're driving to work. Be strong today. Or do you say things like that? I don't. I. It's more like I'm not, I have, it doesn't, a lot, some of the stuff doesn't phase me. I've worked, you know, hard at that. I think the main thing that I say when I drive to work is trying to reduce my anxiety. Okay. Not like about speaking up because I'm comfortable with that, even though I'm an introvert. So it's very strange, but okay. like, is there's a lot going on and not having that actual physical feeling of anxiety. And so I try to work on that as much as I can. Like meditate. I started meditating. I've turned into a very California person. I have crystals in my office that remind me of different things I want to remember. I meditate. I, yeah. This is all such good advice for my, the people who watch my (laughs) podcast Mm -hmm. because it's the little things in life that make the difference, like medicating and your crystals. Meditate. No, meditate. 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 No, meditate. Meditate. Yeah, that's right. I get the word mixed yeah, up. Yeah. I'm an old lady. Sometimes I say the wrong word, but it, it works out. But good. I'm proud of you that you do these things. And you also? And I've tried meditation many times. I've taken a class. Um, I'd love to do more of it. I did kundalini yoga the other day, oh. which is... a form of meditation i practice yoga okay um i write that's a form of meditation i would say um like pen to paper not typing good i nap (laughs) i mean sleeping is i'm a really bad sleeper and i've been working on that oh because i think sleep is important people don't yeah consider it i've cut out even though i'm drinking coffee right now reduced caffeine reduced alcohol and these are all things that I've done over the last couple of years because it gets to the point where things are so, the conditions are so stressful. Yes. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, are they really not really? I mean, yeah, if I was don't... a firefighter or something, that would be way more stressful. But right. But then you just it's you see relative. them for what it, they are, yes. and you're not overwhelmed by them if you are in a good state of mind. And you talk to it. yourself, and you say, "I can change this about me." Yeah. 
And this yeah. is good. This Affirmations. Is, Affirmations. Are very helpful. Yeah. Gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude's a big one. Very big Writing one. down three things you're grateful for or even mm. just saying them out loud. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. But not, for not me, paying attention to the news is a new thing I'm doing. I'm paying less attention to the news. Exactly. Yeah, I try to too. I turn I put Animal Planet on now. Not <laughs> I only, love that. I love that. And you know, I'm looking, yesterday they did a whole show on the Alaskan people and how they they make things out of nothing and how they they survive in the wilderness, the families and mm. the, the kids grow up to make electricity out of wheels and somebody, the father will say, well, do this and do that and it blows my mind. Well, yeah, children are not in America and other, you know, Western we're not uh, using our hands and our bodies and our minds as much as a right. lot of other places. And, or what maybe you were like growing up because of technology and stuff like oh, yeah. that. So I think there's definitely like a trend of going back to that. Good. I like to see what, that. What uh, iPads and televisions have done to children. Okay. Brains. But growing up, my parents always like really limited TV intake for us, which was Me incredibly too. annoying. But I think very helpful. They were doing the right thing. And, and we didn't have cell phones as much. Didn't no, have cell phones. No. And also always really encouraged exercise. And still, yes. to this day, if I say I'm sad or whatever, my parents are like, have you gone on a run? Good. Another annoying thing to hear. But I really think exercise <sighs> is the best thing for mental health. That gives me goosebumps. Because that's exactly what we have to do when we're down get out and do something. Now, I don't have time to exercise, run around because I'm busy, but I go out and pull weeds. Yeah. And man, that's good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. being part Up of the land is... Yeah. Very good. Working with the land, very important. It's mm -hmm. Because especially if you have enough money to hire out all those things, then I feel like people have really lost touch with so much of the world and so much of themselves because pull, just the act of pulling weeds is getting you out of your head and doing something instead of thinking what I don't have, oh, who yes. I'm not friends with anymore, what sort oh, of oh, problems goodness. I have or what I, don't oh, yeah. I, can't I achieve, blah, 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 blah. Right. If you're just physical and doing something. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but women, we are going forward. I, I was applying for something for, I just directed my first thing. and. Good. I was applying for a grant for something for female directors. And I wrote in the grant how when I was a kid, the only directors I knew of were Steven Spielberg and James Cameron, E.T. and Titanic. And I just never thought it was it wasn't like, oh, I can't be a director. I'm a woman. I didn't think consciously so. think mm. that. But it was just I never saw it. And I do feel like if you see it, you can believe it. So yeah. if you're bringing Good. your child, a daughter to a doctor and you make an effort to see a female doctor, then mm. your daughter knows, oh, I could be, and it's not a conversation. It's just, oh, I could be that. You know, when I was growing up a young girl, I only really saw Hillary Clinton, but I think a girl my age now sees yeah. Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, like multiple prominent mm -hmm. female senators, yes. prominent women at my work, at least even over the last 10 years, I have seen so many more women rise up. And now oh, I would yeah. say of our, you know, um, in the sort of executive class of, of certain big companies, there's like many 
prominent women, you know, that I can see now and I can see that, you know, I can achieve like an even higher position. Great. And with female leaders, do you feel like, when I worked on shows and there are female, female showrunners or whatever, they'd be way more conscious about hours working and they didn't want you working till eight at night. Are female leaders in your position or higher, like mothers and aware they're, of stuff they're that more men aware. aren't? They're more aware and not all of them are mothers, but even if they're not mothers, they're more aware. And the other thing it does is it, it diffuses the extent to which the environment is dominated by one particular way of acting. It's not like the, just the aggressiveness and just the alpha male. It's like so many more different types of personalities and types of talent, you know, people who are more introverted, more, yeah, who are just more, yeah, holistic and more like maybe their leadership style is gentle and empathetic, but they're still effective. Like my boss is probably the best leader that I've ever met. Great. So that brings out the best. Is that a woman or a man? Wow. Good. Yeah. And she's really, but she's had a very long career in the tech world and went through quite a bit that I never experienced because we're slightly different generations, even though she looks like she's my age. (laughs) Um, So she's like a good example of, I think like the future of leadership where people lead through empathy, which is good for women, but also good for men who don't want to be this aggressive macho, you know, toxic type of person. Yeah. Perfect. Because so I feel very optimistic, Rita, about our future. Oh, yeah, I do too. I am too. Well, I want to thank you, girls. Mm-hmm. Thank you so thank much, you Kelly and Ingrid. It's really been fun. And I have a little gift for you. They're both the same thing. Okay. <gasps> this oh. is for your kitchen. Oh, that's so nice. And wow. This is, oh, this is very nice. Dark chocolate. You can wow, have a very little generous. Dark chocolate. Very so pretty. Is that pretty? Aren't they beautiful? Yeah, very beautiful. I this is a very Rita, Rita design. Yes, that's right. I would put this on a wall. I would put this wallpaper up. Yes, you would put that wood. That's true. You would. Ingrid. I would. Very Thank nice. you so much. Oh, you're Thank welcome. You. I have two more gifts. Underneath there, under that is You are, are some gifted plants. up. No. Oh, this is There's nice. two little plants there. Oh, I love this. They're for you girls. Oh. So. I made them out of the garden oh, for very you. Oh, nice. wow. Now, you take which other one you want. Okay. Wow. Nice. Do you like them? I, I love, love them. Yeah. This is perfect. They won't take any care, you know, just give them water Succulent. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. very nice. Thank you, Rhea. Thank you. You're welcome. Very nice. Okay. Thank you. So, that's what I wanted to do, to give, my, <laughs> give you girls a little gift and thank them. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Rita's World. And we'll mm-hmm. see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See, world, what we can do? We never stop learning.